And how many times are you going to need to pay for the re-roof if in the next 50 years? Metal is a much more sustainable play than asphalt, for, just from a life cycle perspective. So he wants to get it done and have it done for the rest of his life. And that's yes. why he chose metal. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to watch the, the news and see that a lot of the homes that are still standing have metal roofs on. Hey, how's it going? It's Tim Brown, and this is the Hook Better Leads podcast. And today I have the pleasure of having Mark McDonald from Sherwin-Williams here. How you doing, Mark? Really good. Thanks for having me today. I appreciate it. Absolutely. We're talking about how to get into metal roofing. And we're going to give you the actual plan right now. These are the things. Check them off. This is the checklist. And then also at the end, Mark is going to talk about a product that Sherwin has um, to help some of this for you. But uh, Mark, could you just give a little bit of your background and how long you've been serving in roofing and what you what you get excited about? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I've been I've been working for Sherwin Williams uh, for about eleven years now, and my focus is how to grow uh, metal in the residential re-roof space. And so we've spent uh, Sherwin Williams and our partners have been spending I don't know about five and a half years now trying to figure out how to how to help um, contractors make more money with metal because traditionally it's been really hard. And so it's it's. Uh, it's just a learning process about what, what the needs are and how to get, get people into this, this great business called metal roofing. Absolutely. What do you see as like the number one holdup for roofers that want to get into metal? What's the thing that you hear a lot that they're like, I would, but I just have this. The, the number one thing that every contractor is looking for is a partner. They've got to have an OEM that's going to partner with them and service them because without the service, when you look at what a what a contractor's thinking about, they're they're basically thinking about. I mean, they're thinking about a lot. <laughs> they're thinking about I mean, running their business. Just throw out here real quick: OEM, original equipment uh, man. manufacturer. At one point, yeah. I didn't know that term, so I'm just <laughs> translating. Yeah, sorry about that. That's my yeah. my bad. The manufacturer. They need a manufacturer who's going to partner with them to to help them sell their product. So the contractor is only thinking about two things really at a high level. One is how how is how confident is their sales team that they can sell this new product, right? That they can mm. put, build this into their business model. And the second part is they know they're going to sell, right? The contractor knows the day they turn their sales team on, they're going to sell. And so then they want to know, do they have the confidence that when their sales team sells the product, that the manufacturer, the OEM, is going to be able to deliver? They're going to be able to make sure that that material is at the house when it's needed and that they have the, the, the installation folks have everything they need to, to give that homeowner what they want when they, when they ask for it. So that's, that's really it. And, and without a partner no. with a manufacturer, you, you're not going to be able to do that. But it's a little different than selling asphalt shingles, which a lot of these guys are used to. So the question is, is what are some like the differences in the sales process as they're going into homes? It's obviously a higher ticket product, right? Which hopefully better margins. Um, but <laughs> in that case, like what do you see as like a challenge or some things that people have to get over in the, and learning this, um, the process of selling metal to homeowners and what is kind of a skill that their people need? Well, so, so that's a, I love the way you asked that question because the answer is there is no difference because the, the sales process is a, is a basically a common, when, when a lot of these contractors have, whether it's someone they've partnered with uh, from a, a, a sales training organization or whether they've, you know, developed their own uh, sales training process, 
the process by definition does not change for the product. They what, mm. what's needed is a, a step by step guide for that sales team on what it, what it is about the product that makes it different, that makes it unique, right? That good, better, best solution. So whether it's a metal roof or an asphalt roof or windows or siding, the, the same information is needed. You've got to have a good, better, best solution that you can hand to that sales team where they can walk into that homeowner confidently and explain the value. So, so what's mm. needed is a value proposition. Metal absolutely has that for sure. And confidence in like, that you have the right labor, that you know that the craftsmanship is going to be good, right? So in that case, and, you know, not going into your, your guys' solution for this yet, but how are people, God, I don't know if you're going to be able to not go into your, your product yet, but uh, how are people finding crews for this? Like, do you, do you think it's hard for some folks in some areas of the country to find great crews? And how do people connect traditionally with, with more crews for metal? Well, people connect the same way for a metal crew that they would, you know, with any other product. They're going to beg, borrow, steal, network, connect, uh, labor. I mean, that's labor markets are labor markets regardless of the product, right? Metal mm. is, is definitely a niche market, so the crews are much harder to find. And the traditional metal, metal crews... Uh, because there aren't as many of them are typically backlogged, right? So the only way you gr to grow the market is you have to have the ability to train new labor. You've got to be able to, mm. to have um, some level of training available for your program so that you can uh, train the existing crews that people have. So whether people have, you know, contracted or they have W-2 folks, um, they're going to, someone's going to need to get trained on how to put on this new product. And that, so without that component, uh, you really don't have a program. Mm, no, that's good. Yeah, the backlog. The, there's less crews and there's a backlog. You got to get training. Love that. So let's go into what are contractors that are selling a lot of metal finding that's resonating with homeowners now? And I know it's different for different parts of the country, so feel free to go into that. But what are some of the high-level points of homeowners are digging this? So I, I think it's, I think a lot of it's, first of all, any homeowner uh, wants the opportunity to, to, to see it, see and consider a premium product, right? Whatever that is, whether it's a window, whether it's siding, whether it's roofing and metal is a premium product, right? And, the, and it's a premium product in, a, in, a, in several different ways. One, the homeowner gets color, right? So that's not, that's not something they're going to get with an asphalt roof. They're going to get a color choice. That's a huge aesthetic uh, value. So when you when you think about uh, you call them brown, homeowner. not a color. <laughs> so, well, very shades of brown. I agree. Yeah. But uh, but there are uh, no there. there we think of a homeowner as homeowner. You and I are homeowners, right? And we look and we say, well, what is the aesthetic? What do you? What is the aesthetic thing? The add-ons you can do to your home to get mm. that curb appeal, right? So typically, you're looking at your landscaping. Uh, you're also looking at the front of the house, right? Um, you typically, most homeowners don't consider the roof an aesthetic benefit to their home. They, could, they look at the roof as something they, they either don't have to deal with or they have to deal with. With metal, it's, it's a lot different. So now there's an aesthetic component that maybe wouldn't otherwise be there. So you have different roofing uh, profiles that can come into play that aren't available on asphalt, and you have color. That's, those, those two things are – so that's, th those are things that uh, help a homeowner understand the value of roofing. And then on top of that – Maybe the most obvious one is the durability, right? So we're seeing, you know, these massive storms, wind storms come in, 
to the Gulf Coast, to Florida, to the to the Mid-Atlantic region. And people, you know, you, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to watch the, the news and see that a lot of the homes that are still standing have metal roofs on, right? So there's more and more metal going in. So that's a, that's proof positive. And the same is true in the, the Pacific Northwest and um, also the Southwest where you have uh, fires pretty consistently and metal roofs uh, are much more resistant to fire damage. And that's, so you see a lot of, so homeowners have that trust. And even, even up in the North Central, uh, in the Northeast, kind of a, a lot of parts of the country, there's different reasons to, to get that strength and durability of a metal roof. Yeah, I thought, and I've helped, you know, I build websites for roofers and stuff like that. And we've kind of pushed a little bit on the green aspect of metal roofing. Um, I will say, looking at studies around the way people purchase, make purchase decisions around green, they tend not to value it that high. Even though they they say that they would buy something because it's good for the environment or because basically asphalt shingles are maybe not the best for environment because of how often they have to get swapped out and certain things like that. So that is true. Well, homeowners, at least when I looked at the data in like 2019, are not necessarily shelling out for that extra piece. So that's a good yeah, thing about this that people don't necessarily want to pay for yet. No, I, I, I agree. I, I agree with basically everything you said. So number one, metal is a much more sustainable play than asphalt, for, just from a life cycle perspective, right? So the life cycle of a metal roof is much, much longer. And even a pre-painted roof, which is, you know, Sherwin Williams, we are the number one supplier of coatings in the in the re-roof market in North America. And our paint, you know, lasts a long time. Um, and paint lasts a long time on these pre-painted products. So when you look at um, life cycle alone, yes, metal is a, is a great uh, life cycle play for the homeowner. Now, I also agree with you. I'm not sure how many homeowners care about that in their purchasing decision. So it's a cool, it's a cool thing to mention. But yeah. you know, I think I think our our experience is that when people are in with the homeowner, I'm not sure that's the one that's tripping the yeah. trigger to get this across the line. It's kind of nice though. Okay, that's yeah, <laughs> cool. But I mean, the other thing is the um, okay. So maybe the eco friendly thing or whatever is not going to sell it, but. I've seen people with these higher end roofs, whatever products people are offering. Um, it's a little bit more around, like you said, the life cycle component. And how many times are you going to need to pay for the re-roof if in the next 50 years or next 30 years well, or whatever? Yeah, and cost, asphalt roofing, maybe it's more. So like you could use that, like instead of replacing a roof twice, you know, I think that taking price and kind of flipping it on its head a little bit to how many times will you have to pay that price maybe is a little bit more of a discussion. The life cycle cost is definitely something that's mentioned in these meetings, not not necessarily the green aspect of it, but um, with the, when a homeowner hears about the life cycle cost, that is definitely something that comes into play uh, for sure. Exactly like you said, another good example of the life cycle cost benefit is uh, when you start talking about solar roof, right? So solar roof, has you know a life cycle that is longer than an asphalt shingled roof so so when you do the math on that you're and you have to tear off your asphalt roof and remove your solar array <laughs> that can be you know problematic uh, cost-wise mm. whereas with metal that's no longer the case so so that's just one example uh, it's a great example of what you're talking about where 
the life cycle to the homeowners does matter. That cost is going to matter. If they're going to, they, how many roof tear offs do you want to do while you own that home? <laughs> exactly. And it's not a fun thing. That's I, I went out and kind of shadowed a roofer who was talking to a homeowner around his new metal roof. And it was a, it was a good experience. And I really just kind of like picked the homeowner's brain about why he made that decision. And he was on, he had already replaced that roof three times. I don't oh know if he's God. in Hale Alley or what, but he, had, <laughs> he said he was just sick of that. He just didn't like it. He didn't like the day of. He didn't like the right. nails in his yard afterwards. He didn't like the experience of having to even talk to roofer. I mean, like, realistically, he just right. doesn't like the experience. So he wants to get it done and have it done for the rest of his life. And that's yes. why he chose metal. And I thought that was a very interesting conversation, just we, do, we underestimate how little homeowners really want to do these transactions again. Yes. Yeah, you have to. And that's that's why it's so key uh, to in order for us in the metal uh, roofing market to achieve growth. We have to we really do have to have the marketing and sales component uh, engaged. Right. Because with, without mm -hmm. that, the, I think the homeowner is going to struggle uh, a lot. To, there's a lot of information out there. Uh, great information. So I, I'm on the executive board of the Metal Roofing Alliance, and homeowners can and can and do go to that source to find out, you know, why metal? Like, why should I care about metal? What are the benefits? And it's a, it's an absolutely um, great place, a great resource. But it's it's you know, how many homeowners? What's the percentage of homeowners in the United States that goes to the Metal Roofing Alliance and finds it? Well, you know, pretty small percentage, right? So that's why it's so important for marketing and sales folks to take that opportunity for where they can be the ones to get in and educate that homeowner on the value and, it, and just on the things that we've been talking about. Contractors love the catch-all because it makes every single one of their roof builds easier and more profitable. Protective netting wraps facade and landscaping to prevent from left-behind nails and damage. Homeowner referrals bring you more jobs and insurance supplements bring you more profits. But my favorite part, the branding. Can we just talk for a second about how gorgeous these roofs are as well. Like I, especially like you guys do standing seam metal. Yes. And what are, what yep. are the other types of uh, metal stuff that you guys offer? Like what are the different types? So there's a lot of, um, a lot of the metal roofing profiles are, you know, that from a, from a homeowner's perspective, they would be fairly, you know, technical. I mean, there's, you've got five V and, you have uh, ag panel, standing seam, enclosed standing seam, exposed fastener. Um, these are all names that, you know, homeowners aren't necessarily going to go, wow, wow, that sounds great. But, but, the but for roofers, is, like for roofers just kind of looking at this for the first time, maybe. Yeah. Um, what are the what are the ones that you guys are doing the most just so that they can be thinking about this? So from a so what's 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 really interesting is that in the traditional metal roofing market, right, which we're, we're in, and it is a great business, and we have, and we have a, a lot of great solutions there, homeowners are coming in, doing their own research, and, and seeing what's existing out there. And you see, I would say, probably the most prolific panels in the United States would be Exposed Fastener, which is a, a much more affordable uh, metal roof style. And then, of course, what everybody sees is the ubiquitous sort of standing seam metal roof, where you have that large the metal uh, faster one. Why that one's not as aesthetic or, or what is the most common use case for that? Is that something you said that one's like a, super it, common? 
it's it's a it's a more affordable roof profile that's used yeah. on a variety of structures. So it could be on a mid to lower end residential home, could be on a shed, um, that type of a product, um, where you see the standing seam enclosed uh, um, fascia uh, products. You see a lot of that in Florida. You see a lot of five V, and it just depends on the uh, on the market. What's changing as we engage with marketing and uh, sales organizations, contractors. Um, they're bringing the, to the homeowner things that they might have might not have known about, might not have otherwise considered, and seeing a lot more high performance, um, uh, higher end metal roof being brought in front of that homeowner that they might not have even known about, right? So that's mm-hmm. again why it's so important for us, for our community, the metal roofing market, to engage with uh, contractors who do marketing and sales, to, so they can educate that homeowner on what they're what what are, what are those premium products, what are the good, better, best solutions that they may not have even seen from our market. So so I think there's a lot of, um, it's not so yeah. much to me what, what's common in the market today, it's where, where can we take the homeowner? What profiles, you know, what profiles can we show the homeowner? Because we have, when you think of metal, when we think of metal anyway, uh, we're, we're thinking it's not just standing seam, it's not just exposed faster. We've got uh, tile products, slate, you know, slate looking products. We have metal roof that looks like a cedar shake roof. We have everything in between. So virtually whatever the mm. homeowner wants, um, you know, they can get from a metal from a metal roof uh, manufacturer by way of a contractor that, that can sell them that product and, and make them aware of yeah. it. It's just like add-ons, man. Like more roofers need to put add-ons in their proposal and just see what people yes. want. And like upsells is a big deal. So Absolutely. obviously vis- the visuals and the estimation of these things are really important. Yes. So to get confidence in the bid, you mentioned before we chatted. So what are the types of tools that you think are the most important in visuals and estimation um, to give people confidence in the bid that you've seen? And it's okay if you need to talk about some some things that are in your guys's stack or anything like that now. Well, the, one of the things that holds people back uh, on the roof, uh, especially the marketing and sales organizations, is they're, when they're out there pitching uh, a homeowner, they're, they're going to give them an estimate. They're going to tell, tell them, hey, um, it's, you know, let's say the homeowner's got a 32-square a uh, roof, right? And they say, okay, well, we're going we're gonna to price it at, you know, X dollars per square. They, a lot of them will do that, you know, back of the napkin uh, with an asphalt roof because there's not that much risk in it, right? So they're going to take stacks of shingles, and if they've got scrap, they take it to the next job site. Uh, with metal, depending on the roofing profile and the insulation technique, there can be a tremendous amount of risk um, in doing that, right? If, because if it's a really cut up roof, if, you know, if the their measurements were a little off or whatever. Mm-hmm. So what we're seeing a lot of people migrating towards technology-wise is a tech stack that allows them to do remote estimation so that they can decrease the margin of difference between the estimate and the actual final product order. Mm. So that's... And that's a that's a really big deal to people, so that they know, you know am I within one percent or two percent of that final product order, and that gives them the confidence that they're going to make their margin on the job. And with metal, it's a much more it's a much bigger deal with metal than it is with asphalt. What should a contractor be looking for in a manufacturer partner for metal roofing? Yeah, so there, that's a really good question. I think there's there's a few things. Uh, the the number one is uh, service. So, so in order for this relationship to work, there's an expectation and a need for the contractor that that manufacturer is going to basically show up to their site. They're going to sit down with their sales team. 
multiple times and give that sales team the confidence in the product. That manufacturer's got to show up the same way for their labor if they, if they need it, if they, if they need their labor cues to get trained. Because every one of these manufacturers is going to have unique uh, trim profiles, right? They're going to have some unique installation techniques regarding, you know, flashing or their particular, uh, the way that they're bending their, their, their profile for standing seam or whatever. Um, everyone's going to have some unique stuff. And without the training component in that partnership, how are the crews going to know how to do that? Right. So, so that, that service level is really the key component for a successful relationship with a, with a metal manufacturer. They've got to be able to provide that sales training face to face in person. Right. And they, and then they have to be able to provide that labor installation training as needed. And finally, what other, you know, other tech, technical, uh, tech stack, uh, pieces can they offer things like, uh, visualization of their materials. Now, contractors typically aren't going to want to use that metal manufacturer's, you know, website, but what they do want is that, that material that's already been integrated with a visualizer so they can white label it. So those mm. are the things that they're, uh, that they're looking for. And in any other way, any other efficiencies with bidding and estimation, because unlike our traditional market where the turnaround time, it may not be a big deal to get a homeowner a quote, you know, in a week or two weeks or whatever, uh, with this, with, with someone who's doing retail uh, sales, it's a huge deal. They're going to want that, the, an accurate quote and the same, a lot of times, same day, right? So that they can sit down in front of that homeowner, they can book an appointment and get in that homeowner and, and close that deal. And without a very efficient bidding estimation process, that's not going to happen. My buddy Isaac Smith on Facebook was talking to me about an idea the other day he had. I'm just bringing this up because we we're talking about visualizers and getting homeowners excited and stuff like that. And he wants to do like an art of roofing, art of the trades, um, like gallery. Because, and he's a guy, he does do incredibly beautiful work and his crews do incredibly aesthetic, gorgeous standing seam metal roofs and like a gallery. Maybe this already exists somewhere, but like he was like, there should be like a gallery for the trades that helps people get inspired. And certainly, if you ever think about it, maybe you should talk to Isaac Smith about like one of these for standing seam metal or metal roofs, because I do think some of it is a little bit of a, a limitation of, of uh, imagination. Sometimes we don't know what it, if, if some people would see what a, if some if homeowners could very easily see, and you're about to tell me about a tool or something, but uh, a standing seam metal roof on, you know, and, and see more examples of gorgeous standing seam metal. I feel like everyone would want this, basically. That's how I feel about standing seam. I just, I'm really ridiculously like, this is like my favorite roof, along with a few other like kind of key materials that I like, but like I love a standing seam metal roof. They're just good looking. And like, I just want, I want more people to have them. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And we, you know, we as an industry, going back to the Metal Roofing Alliance, they have, a, they do have exactly what you're talking about. It's a large gallery of, of metal products on their site that our industries spend a lot of time and continues to update so that homeowners can, can see that. And I, I think that um, it's certainly getting the word out about the beauty and aesthetic value that you're talking about because it is, they, there's some incredible, incredible roofs out there, not just standing seam, but all the different types the tile, the, the, the shake, all those different pieces that are out there um, that do look stunning. And it, they are incredible. Uh, and, and, and that's nice. thanks to our the, the contractors and manufacturers that provide those solutions. Mm. Um, 
getting back to the I'm, I'm going to say a look at this stuff now. This is this is good looking. Metalroofing.com slash gallery if you guys want to check yep. this out. It is this is some good looking there's, there's roofs. A lot of t- Yes, there's a lot of time and energy that that the Metal Roofing Alliance, uh, the executive director, uh, Renee Ramey, uh, spends a lot of time and energy uh, updating that site. It's a beautiful site. It really helps the homeowners do, uh, you know, learn about that. But going back to what you're... And can I throw in one little marketing thing here, too? If you submit your work to this, you also get a link back to your website. So, guys, go submit your beautiful metal roofing work to this and um, links from this website would be very good for your website from an SEO <laughs> perspective. So I'm just giving That's you right. one little nugget on the SEO side. Yes, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And I, 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 you know, like I said, uh, Renee Ramey, the Metal Roofing Alliance and the metal, metalroof.com is just, it's a, it's a great thing we spent a lot of energy on. But going back to what you said about the homeowner in this, the, the sales process, having an in-home visualizer. So there is really, you know, uh, you talk about, pitching or not pitching that in, in our metal roofing industry, there's really only one company that does it. And that's, that's, uh, there were a couple other ones that dropped out, but it's really a company called Rentalworks. And they're really the ones that have gone out and pioneered this um, and really made it a sustainable pro- product. Without them, there wouldn't be a, a metal roof visualizer, I don't think, in the market. And so they, uh, they have all the major metal manufacturers are involved with them. And the beauty of it is, as a contractor, you can leverage what they have, white label it, and then bring your solution into the home and show the homeowner what that standing, that beautiful standing seam, that beautiful tile product looks like on their house. And it looks mm. fantastic. And so they do have some great visualization capability. People are using it, you know, as we speak, uh, I don't know about during the snowstorm maybe, but <laughs> as we speak, uh, people are using uh, the, the Rentalworks visualizer to sell, to, to show homeowners how beautiful that roof is. Yeah. Today's episode is brought to you by Sales Transformation Group, the number one sales and transformation platform in the construction industry. If you're looking for new ways to professionalize your sales force and generate more profits for your business, find out more at salestransformationgroup.com slash hook agency. Talk to me about the broader suite of tools that you guys are using and offering to help enable roofers to sell more metal roofs. Sure. I, so, so let just just going back to it starts with the partnership. With that, it starts with the partnership with the manufacturer. Then, what we allow, we Sherwin Williams allow our participating manufacturers is we want that manufacturer to come in ready to go with as much value as they can pile on to any individual contractor. And to do that, you have to have services, right? And so we have we are partnered with a number of different uh, companies across the across the spectrum here to allow them to do that. So the, once you have that partnership, which is you know good, better, best, uh, product, material distribution, pricing, labor installation training, the next, the next thing anyone's gonna talk about is homeowner lead gen, right? And I, and I know that I think, I believe your, ag- your agency, Hook yes, Agency we is do, involved. We do know. lead gen um, and you know, SEO, PPC, and web design for contractors. Feel free to talk about this, what's your, what's your going into though but but i, but I just want I, i'm glad i'm glad we got the the hook in there for the hook yeah. agency because that that homeowner legion if you don't have that uh capability so we do have partners with uh spectrum uh psai and and now newly associates uh, and so is, is do we mandate that people use those tools no absolutely not because people are going to use what they're comfortable with but a lot of people don't have 
a great baseline home and allegiant program more more than you would think like more than mm-hmm. you would think there's well, a bunch of great tools. <laughs> yeah yeah that's right that's right and so it's so so if you don't walk in their office with that capability that they might need you're miss you're miss, you have a huge hole in your game so you have yeah. to walk in with that in your in your pocket right and we can and then we can leverage our Sherwin Williams brand through that through those tools uh, the next thing that people uh, expect is is uh, sales training right so we have relationships with uh, Gross University with the Certified Contractors Network. And again, if they have it, great. Then let's stop talking about it. But when they don't have it, you, you better have a solution for them that can help grow their business because everyone out there, they're either happy with what they're doing or they're looking for growth. Mm-hmm. So you have to have those solutions. We already talked about in-home visualization. Um, the, so with Rentalworks and then uh, bidding and estimation. So Sherwin-Williams, we and our partners have spent many years now <laughs> developing uh, the most sophisticated tool in the history of roofing. And I say that not because of Sherwin-Williams, but because of our, our the Sherwin-Williams solution and our partners. So we're partnered with EagleView, we're partnered with a company called SmartBuild for the material takeoff, and we're partnered with the number one blueprints, plans and drawings company in the United States, Roofing Works. And so the combination of those partnerships allows us to provide ver- uh, very fat, the fastest, most economical bidding solution in the United States. And it's the most accurate. So we're doing thousands of bids and we're putting, you know, roofs on houses where the final product order is within $100 in some cases of the initial estimate. No one else is doing that. No one else. And in addition to that, we can process existing data sources. Like if the customer or a contractor uses Hover, uh, they generate an XML file. We can input that XML file directly into our system and have the same result. So it's awesome. It's it's powerful. It's powerful. Um, and then we're also the other thing go ahead, was sourcing crews that you guys have a yes. solution for helping them find crews if they need more. Or... We do. We're, we're partnered with, I think, one of the most exciting companies in the in the market today called Toolbelt. And, and Toolbelt is absolutely a, uh, a game changer uh, in the market. Um, they what do they do? It's basically Uber for labor. So let's say, for example, what, I talked about what does a contractor care about speaking speaking for people who are on the phone. One of the one of the many things they care about is the ticket size of the house, right? Mm. So so what's how much ticket? How much fair wallet can they get when they go into that that homeowner? And are they going to get windows? Are they going to get the siding? Are they get the roof? Well, wait. What about coatings? What about paint? Well, the reason that a lot of uh, contractors that they can't do that consistently is because it's hard to get a paint crew consistently, right? Well, Toolbelt is set up to bid out for the and control your material costs, control your labor costs, and get labor on demand, right? How do they wow. do that? They have, on the West Coast right now, they have 25,000 crews, and contractors are signing up with them every day, right, to get on-demand labor, and they can bolt on paint to the house. So if they have 30% share of wallet, uh, if they've got, let's say, um, let's say the home is like 100K a ticket, they can add 30K, 25, 30K to that ticket with paint, Easily, no problem, without even mm. blinking. And it's all on. It's it's all yes, and it's all on the contractor's phone. It's all on, or, or their desktop, however they're bidding it out, and they can define all the parameters for that labor inside of the application. So here's the certifications we want. Here's what type of contractor we want, and they can review each bid and go, "Yep, go do it." So, Toolbelt is a, is a game changer uh, right now on the West Coast. They're moving into uh, Florida and uh, for Q1, and then. They're going to take on the rest of the country over the next, you know, three or four quarters. Um, Sherwin Williams is, 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 go ahead. 
No, that's awesome. I, I was I was hoping yeah. it was in it was around us in the Midwest, but as time goes You're, on, they're coming. Yeah, yeah. As time goes on, it will. There's a, they have a rollout, a plan, a very well defined plan rollout over the country over the next you know twelve twelve to eighteen months, and um, I, I think every partner we have is exciting and adds value. And Toolba is just just another you know instead of an arrow in the quiver, maybe it's five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, that's awesome. Um, is there anything else about the stack that you guys offer? If somebody comes in and works with you guys on on the materials that you that you want to talk about or did you cover most of it we have so so we have uh we also have the metal coffee shop the metal coffee shops our network hub so when you want to network with all these vendors that we have this vendor universe um heidi ellsworth is the owner of roofers coffee shop and Cheryl williams has partnered to create the metal coffee shop which is sort of the you know sort of the, the growing facebook of, of metal and so we're really excited about that you know we're, we're you know she works with the metal roofing alliance she works with all the industry players and allows the contractor to come in and learn about instantly this metal, this metal universe, right? Mm. That we have. Uh, and wow. I think finally, you know, we're open to program management integrations like Leap and Acculinks that we're, 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 we haven't done those yet. We're exploring those with those companies, um, uh, you know, one-click contractor, those types of integrations. So the point here is when you partner with a, a when you work with a participating, you know, Sherwin Williams uh, Metal View program participant, they're going to bring all that value to you as a, as a contractor. And you don't have to use, you can use, you know, none of it. You can use some of it. You can use all of it. And it's just there for you if you need it. Can I ask one selfish question? Um, yeah. You were saying that essentially you have these different agencies that you guys are working with and have, you know, generally they're a little bigger. What's kind of like a size of an agency that you would um, start to think about partnering with some, I'm assuming it's just capacity. You want them to have capacity for a lot of companies. So what size are you looking at as far as partnering, partnering with people? When you say the companies that we're working with? Yeah. Like on the marketing lead gen side. The marketing lead gen side, we don't, we don't necessarily have a size requirement. We have a service requirement and, and really to, when we work with a different, any, when we work with any partner, it has to be mutually beneficial. Right. Yeah. So, so for someone to want to work with Sherwin Williams in our program, you have to believe that it's going to help you get more business. You that you can market the Sherwin Williams program to a customer base and and obtain new customers. Mm. If you don't believe that you can do that, this program is not a good fit for you. If converse uh, or not conversely, but flip the flip that around for me to work with you, I have to believe that I can get new customers mm. <laughs> into that they're going to put metal roofs on. Um, and so well, if those two things are customers from this. Just this conversation. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's going to be awesome. So and you're going to look back and you're be like, wow, that Tim Brown guy actually has some contractors to watch his stuff. <laughs> so there's nothing stopping like us from working together. It's just as long as you can look at those two questions and I can say, yes, you know, I want to market to your existing uh, customer base, which we're doing, and then you think you can uh, obtain new customers then that's a mutually beneficial relationship, no. right? I so, think so I, no- I really like, I look at products when I'm thinking about what we promote, like for instance, we have sponsors for the show. So that we have, and I like literally, I make sure that I really believe in those sponsors. And like, I only, I only asked 12 people and, and eight people said yes. And um, they're really good companies. Like, and honestly, you know, it's a good deal for them, but I, I, I only kind of like do that now. And also with products, I like, I'm a, an aesthetic guy. 
So like standing yeah. seam metal is like my ideal roof. And then like, there's some other products that I really like. So, um, but I really like, I, I think a lot about what I would really want to promote personally, if it was my roofing company, you know what I mean? If it was my roofing company, I want to be associated with high end stuff. And so even offering metal roofing and making that part of our marketing attracts other clients, even if they don't do metal, because you're yep. showing them aspirational products along the way. And those aspirational yes. products promote your other products. So yes, if you have exactly. this in, it will make your company look good in a deeper way that will attract other kinds of customers. Maybe you not, maybe they don't end up affording a metal roof, but they still, I mean, it's a good way to promote because you're showing them all the cool stuff that is possible. Yes, absolutely. I, yeah, I agree. And, and we're, we're constantly evolving the program and looking for, for new partnerships. I mean, we're not, yeah. we're not locked into it to any one thing. We just want to bring value to as many customers as we can, we can and get, and, and help people make more money with metal. That's the goal. Awesome. Well, I appreciate the thanks for riding along for that diversion. How can people get in touch with your team or get started with Sherwin Williams on metal? Yeah, so I, that's the, the way to do it is contact, you know, mark.mcdonald. So it's mark.macdonald at Sherwin, S H E R W I N dot com. You know, if you're interested in metal, send me an email and we'll, we'll explore, we'll explore the possible and uh, help you make more money with metal. I forgot to ask you the story of why you're in a, a hotel right now. So what happened to you today? <laughs> well, we had, uh, we, we, uh, I live in Portland, Oregon, and uh, I flew in uh, last night to uh, a snow, another snowpocalypse in Portland, <laughs> Oregon. And we uh, ended up, um, they shut down the airport. So I think there's people that slept at the air, are sleeping in the airport right now. And they shut, Uber started not showing up, my, my cab, didn't show up. So there was some crazy guy driving a Tesla Model 3 that uh, picked me up and, and told me, I can't take you home, but I can take you to a hotel. <laughs> and so That's so funny. I, I, I think I'm, I, I just talked to my wife. I think I'm stranded here for another night because uh, the road, it's still an ice storm here and the roads are shut down. So I'm hoping to see her for Christmas. Oh man, that's, that's a crazy story, man. Well, Thanks for sharing that with us. And thank you, everyone, for watching the podcast. Um, it's put on by HookAgency.com, Hook Agency, all over social, watching or listening. Please rate and review, etc. cetera. Um, thanks again, Mark, the uh, emperor of residential roof for Sherwin-Williams. And uh, appreciate you taking the time today. Thank you. I really appreciate having you, Tim. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm talking about Mountain Dew.